Welcome to the Media Timeout Podcast. Let's be great. Let's be great. You're home for the sports content you want with the authenticity you need. Have some fun out here. You know, enjoy the journey of all this. We're trying to get 16 wins and going after a gold trophy. Where nothing is out of bounds. Now welcome your host, Jamal Tanner. Thirty-sixth edition of the MTO podcast. We got my guy Mike here and my man Nick. We're gonna talk a lot of college football and a lot of NFL. Uh, obviously, there's a really big game next week, so we're gonna get into that. Uh, we're gonna talk baseball. My man Nick's gonna break that down for you because uh, I know I need an update because I ain't paid as close attention as I should. So we're gonna have Nick update me live and update y'all as well. Uh, and then we're gonna bring it home. So we don't have a ton of topics, but we're gonna have a ton of fun uh, talking about what we are gonna talk about. Let's start in college football. A lot of things happened in college football this week. We're st- I think we're starting to figure out who's who's real and, and who's a fraud. So I'm gonna throw that over to you, Nick. And tell me your thoughts, and then actually, I actually I want to do that at some point. I want to see. I'm gonna throw out some team names, and you tell me if they're if they're for real or if they fraud. So uh, first, let's just start with you, Nick, as far as your thoughts on it, and then we'll go from there. So yeah, just break it down for me. Uh, yeah, no, I think watching a lot of the games, I, I know I was probably one of the biggest Arkansas fans over the weekend just because that's Texas's only loss right now. And I, you know, they are highly ranked. I was trying to get them to get higher and higher ranked so that loss doesn't look as bad and it kind of looks good, but that didn't quite work out that way. Uh, they ran into a good or maybe even a great Georgia team. We'll, we'll say a great defense that I feel like we can't say definitively, uh, shut Arkansas out. Uh, just completely down. Arkansas couldn't do anything. So that wasn't uh, too good of a look for Texas. But uh, we knew Georgia was going to be a good team. We, you know, we saw since the beginning of the season that their defense looked pretty legit. Um, I think we had maybe some more questions about them because we saw or we've seen now how bad Clemson is, especially offensively, and just how they're just not a very good team. So I think we probably had some questions or maybe we were overrating how good that defense was. But you know, Arkansas came in looking good, you know, getting some big wins over Texas and Texas A&M and then getting completely shut down like that. I think it's kind of showed that Arkansas's defense is on another level. But, uh, you know, we'll see because eventually they will have to play big, bad Alabama. And that, that's when we really find out how good you are in offense because we thought Ole Miss was good on offense too. And then they ran, they saw Alabama and they weren't as good as they thought. So, you know, I think that's always the real test in the SEC is uh, how do you stack up against Alabama? I mean, that's always going to be the real test uh, in college football, especially with Alabama being on top because they are one of the best teams in college football. So uh, Georgia looked good. I think another thing that uh, I don't think I was really anticipating, at least this year, was how good the Big Ten is, I guess. You know, they have a lot of teams ranked in the top ten. You know, you're looking at Iowa, a Penn State. Ohio State, a Michigan, and even a Michigan State right outside the top 10 at 11. I don't think a lot of people were anticipating, you know, the Big Ten being as good. Now, we do still have a lot of time, and the Big Ten does like to do Big Ten things and lose a lot of these games. But with all these teams being ranked, they are going to have to beat up on each other. So teams are going to have to start losing games. We are going to see who the uh, for real team is in the Big Ten. And uh, for for my money, I think the real team is Penn State. I like Penn State the most. I'm never probably going to be a real believer in teams like Iowa and Wisconsin. They, to me, are just always fool's gold. They always kind of look good, and they'll always get high ranked. But when they play teams that have elite talent all around and elite speed, they always tend to look slower. So I think Iowa, in the end, will start to slip up and play teams that are better than them. I just think their schedule has been very favorable to a team like Iowa so far. So uh, I think the Big Ten is very surprising. Uh, Oregon's loss to Stanford, I don't think a lot of people saw coming. Or, I mean, at least I didn't. Maybe the smart better saw that coming. But, you know, Oregon laid an egg, you know, not to, you know, no pun intended or whatever. But uh, so I just think, you know, from that standpoint, those were the things that I just kind of got a glimpse of over the weekend. And uh, some more thoughts that I'll ask you later. But that's just my views on it. So, I guess for those that that aren't aware, Oregon is the Ducks. That's that was the pun with the land and egg. Just just in case, you know, I don't know. We might have some casuals that listen. I just want to make sure that they got that. Um, 
as far as you're saying with Iowa's schedule getting tougher, they're not going to have to wait long because next week they got Penn State. So it's going to be four versus five, I believe. So that's going to be a hell of a game. That's going to really be the litmus test for both of those teams to see if they're for real. Um, I'm still not really super high on the Big Ten. I think what we have is a lot of watered-down college football. Um, so somebody's got to be ranked. Like There's not a way to where you can just only rank eight teams because that's probably the only amount of teams that really should be ranked. Um, so I'm still not convinced that the Big Ten is just this great football conference. I just think a lot of teams just aren't that good this year. Um, the thing for me that I would say out of week five is that this was just a really – this was a separation week for me, right? Look, we already knew Alabama and Georgia were probably the best two teams in college football. But the gap between those two and number three is just like exponential. It's almost like they're playing and they should be in their own league. Like, there's just such a far cry to the point where I don't even know who the third best team is. And that's kind of one of the questions I want to pose to you guys. Like, who is that third best team? Because, I mean, I don't... I mean, is it Ohio State? I know they lost to Oregon, but Oregon looks like a pretty good team. That's just one loss. We can't necessarily just write them off. Penn State's looked pretty good. Cincinnati took care of Notre Dame, but I wasn't really that high on Notre Dame anyway, so I don't know what that really means. So let me just ask, I guess, both of you guys this. Who's the third best team in the nation? I mean... That's a that's a tough one. <clears throat> I mean, according to the AP Top 25 right now, they say Iowa. But, I mean, I'm not really sold on Iowa. I would say Penn State's better than Iowa at this point. Cincinnati's up there. I mean, no, I mean it's going to be Alabama-Georgia regardless, like you said. But I would say OU's that third best team right now. <laughs> I, I, I want to see more of Cincinnati. I, I haven't seen Cincinnati enough. I want to see more of Cincinnati. I... Honestly, if I had to answer your question, I think the third best team isn't just isn't there yet. I think we'll know who the third best team is. I, it's a bad answer. I'm kind of copping out. I just think the third it best team is a terrible answer, incom- but continue. I think the third best team is incomplete <laughs> right now. Like I think you have a whole bunch of teams that are third best teams, but I think whoever is the best of the third will stick itself out here sooner than later, which I, is probably a horrible answer. But it's just, I just feel like you don't, like you asked the question, who's their best team? We just don't have one. Like, I'm looking at a bunch of teams and like, how am I supposed to separate all these guys? Like, they're all the same dude. They're the guys at the bar that are just all fives. Like, they're all fives. That's all they are. Like, there's no six, no seven, no eight. They're all fives. Well, that's what made it a compelling question because it's a difficult one to answer. I don't. I'm not just here to throw you softballs. You know what I mean? And in, in the spirit of of baseball postseason, like we got to see a couple curveballs. We got we got to see a tough slider to hit. Like it can't, it can't all be easy. So, yeah, I, I didn't. You, you didn't hit the curve. As, as I guess is what I would say. But you know, your answer's on wax now. We just gonna we just gonna ride with that. That's okay. Um, I want to say Cincinnati, <laughs> but I never believed in Notre Dame, so I can't. If I thought Notre Dame was a good team, I think I would maybe put more stock in that Cincinnati win, but I never thought that Notre Dame was that good of a team. So it's hard for me to be like, oh, I think Cincinnati's a great team. Now, I do think Luke Fickle is a pretty good coach. I think he did a good job at Ohio State when he was given that situation, and I think he's building something decent at Cincinnati. So maybe he does have the building blocks, and maybe they are a better team because they are a team that has pieces that have been there a while. So maybe they are the third best team, and we are kind of just finding that out. But, you know, I have a feeling this is one of those situations where Cincinnati gets into the playoff, and they they just end up playing Georgia first round and getting smacked. And then we say, oh, you know, they never really were that good. And it's like, oh, well, were they not that good? Or did you just in, end up in the end running up against a team like Georgia or Alabama in the first round of a playoff that's not expanded yet, and you just aren't, you know, you're not that bad, but you weren't ever really that good. So basically what you're telling me is that this year and this year only, we should just go back to BCS rankings and just play one versus two for the championship and not even worry about the playoff because whoever three and four <laughs> is, they about to get smacked any goddamn way. So it's basically what it sounds like to me. I'm fine with that. And let the record show, I was never against the BCS rankings. I, for one, like the BCS <laughs> rankings. Except for that one time when, for some odd reason, there was a three-way tie on top of the Big 12 and for somehow, some way... Texas didn't make it, and Oklahoma did. I will never know how that worked out. But anyway, I, you know, I'm usually, you know, I was a big fan of the BCS. But yes, 
We should just go back to that this year. Point system, computers. Let's bring it back. It's actually more better. It's better for the sport. Nobody wants to admit it. But yes, bring it back. Wait, wait, wait. Let's have that conversation. How is it better for the sport? I need you. You can't just say it's better for the sport and then just hit your mute <laughs> button and think you're done. Now you're going to have that conversation. How is it better for the sport? <laughs> Because My man we did a legit about mic it all drop. the time. We were arguing about computers. Like, think about that. Like, we were arguing about computers and points and uh, strength to scale. Like, we were arguing about crazy stuff that we, like, I swear that nobody knew anything about. And that's why it was better for sport. Like, I'm not saying that it got right, because honestly, I don't know what, you know, if they were getting stuff right most of the time. But it was better for the sport for an argument standpoint. Clearly, a playoff standpoint is better you're going to get a more true champion. But I'm wait, just saying for wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. What, what, what? What do you mean, wait a minute? So you're the dude that always complains what? about human error in baseball with balls and strikes. And you're like, give me the robo up. We have a way. We have the technology. And you're out here yelling about that. But then you're saying for the sake of error and argument, you'd rather have BCS. Like, isn't that the same argument for why we still okay. have ups instead of having the okay. robo ups? Is but because the question. more intrigue with the fact that they're getting it wrong and we have the arguments have about it? I have a question for you, though. On, on, like, be honest, though. If we still had the BCS, how many times would they honestly get it wrong? Because, really, they would probably have Alabama in it most of the time. So, I mean, they'd really be getting it right, and Alabama would be winning it most of the time. The year so, like, Ohio honestly, State won, I don't – I think they were ranked third, which means they wouldn't have played in the championship. Was that true? The year they beat Miami? The, no, the year? year they beat Oregon in the championship. The year, okay. That was the first playoff. It was one of the first playoffs, I believe. And they beat Alabama, and then they beat Oregon. But if the BCS, the BCS only picked like the championship game, so they wouldn't even yeah. have been in the championship game. Like I'm pretty sure that was like the first one or one of the first but, ones at okay. least. Okay, theoretically, yeah, we're saying that. But records showing, would they would it have been right if the two top teams would have been like undefeated? Because did they have one loss that year? I don't Because if they did, okay, so theoretically, if they did, and the two top teams had zero, then if we were still going by BCS, those teams should be in the championship game, right? Right, but the team that won it wouldn't have been in it. Like, oh, well, you know, they don't played lose that them. Game. I, don't, don't lose that game. I don't know what to tell you. Well, they didn't lose the game. The, the playoff game is what they didn't lose. We got a whole segment about baseball playoffs. Maybe we should just vote for the top two teams and just play the World Series, right? Bring the BCS back. All right. All right. I can see that uh, reason isn't going to be a part of this conversation. So let's just go ahead and, <laughs> and keep it pushing. Uh, here's a scenario where um, I actually don't want reason to be part of the conversation. Next week, we have the Red River rivalry, which I still can't say. I sound like fucking Elmer Fudd anytime I try to say <laughs> yeah. that. But <laughs> it's too many R's. I don't yo, know yo, why yo, I no, put... no, no. Say it again. Say it again. Say it again. Red River Showdown. Red. Is it Showdown now? Oh yeah, my god, that's so much better. Now, Red yeah. River Showdown. Ooh, that, that's yeah, so like, much better. I can say that you one. That? I can say that one. <laughs> so I'm gonna say that one more time for Mike. Red River Rivalry. That is. I don't no, know what no, 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 no. That was that was too slow, bro. You gotta. You, Red River <laughs> you, Rivalry. You gotta say it. <laughs> that's, that's all I got. That's as good as I can. All right. So I'm not saying it again. That that was. I've reached my my quota. So. You're an OU fan, Mike. You're a Texas fan. Nick, we all know this. We we say this much. Who went in that game? I'll let y'all fight it out. I'll hang up and listen. I mean, as a fan, um, I should obviously say OU, and I'm going to say OU. I am a little nervous about the game than than I have been in more recent years because Texas is actually good. Normally, like, they suck. But our offense, that high-powered offense that I'm so used to seeing, bro, I have not seen that shit yet. And... It's starting to scare me a little bit. Like, I mean, we're having trouble with teams that we should just be blowing out. And even last year, like, we fucking barely got by Texas. I mean, we fucking beat them by a touchdown in four overtimes. And that shit scared me. I mean, I know Nick was on the edge of his seat last year because so was I. Like, that shit was crazy. But I say it's going to be a high-scoring game again. But I think we get them 52-45. So... Usually when this game comes up, at least the last few years, I I usually go into it being like, oh, we're probably not going to win because Oklahoma's usually the better team and has a better quarterback and has the better players. But this year, no, 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 no. Not afraid <laughs> of that running game because they have no running game. They're, they can't really – I mean, I'm not really afraid of that air attack. The defense is always eh. 
So, like, now I'm like, oh, oh, we got this team. Like, this team we can do stuff with. And especially now we don't have Herman calling dumb plays and not <laughs> giving the ball to his best players on offense, mainly B. John Robinson, which watching him this year, Tom Herman, you idiot, what were you doing? Like, Sarkeesian mm-hmm. came in here and was like, oh, I have a basically a Heisman, like, finalist? I'm just going to give him the ball all the time. Tom Herman was like, no, how many ways can I do this trickeration so I can look smart <laughs> to get three yards? Just give the goddamn ball to Bijan, bull. He's going to give you six every time. Six is six is 12. That's a first down every two times. Like, what are you doing here? And so I'm, I'm not as worried as I would be in the past. Texas defense still isn't good as I wanted, but the OU offense isn't as good as it is in the past. So I don't see it being that big of a shootout. Uh, the Texas defense does get a lot of turnovers, though, and OU does commit a lot of turnovers. So if Spent, you know, Spencer Rattler goes down that path, it could be it could be, it could get ugly real quick for OU. So I got it being what's a good clean number? Forty-two <laughs> seventeen. Shit! What? Y'all gonna smack us like that? Nah, I give 42, you forty-two seventeen. Twenty-four. I give you a tug at the end, bro. Bro, the Texas end. won a couple games this year. Then all of a sudden, it's like, oh, we back on top oh, now. Forty-two seventeen. The offense. Have you seen the offense? <laughs> like, we really can't be stopped on offense. I mean, we got I, we got I, old boy out the paint who couldn't run, and I, now we're like, bro, oh, we move. And I and I could like, and it's we not like I can't it. even say like, I mean, and I, you're right, our fucking defense is trash. But I mean, the the Red River Showdown is is way different than than any other fucking team y'all are playing. Even though we suck, we're gonna come in way hype. Oh, we forty two seventeen. That's a little that's a little disrespectful. I mean, we we coming in real disrespectful this year. <laughs> we coming in. I'm just gonna say this much. This is all I'm gonna say because this is exactly what I wanted. I appreciate y'all delivering. Uh, but hypothetically, if Oklahoma wins handedly, you gonna have a hard time on this next podcast, Nick. Because I'm giving you the business. I'm just telling you that right now, just straight up. Well, but my thing, I is know, like, I don't think they're gonna win hand. Like they, they could win, no doubt. Like I'm I said, hypothetically. Yeah, I mean, okay, what if it just clicks? Like sometimes shit handedly. just happens. I mean, yeah, we are going into week five. I mean, you know, the first couple of weeks are just, you know, like, oh, let me fill out my team. Like, you know, let me let me fill out the spots. Once we go into te- once we go into C in Texas, that's when that's when everything's gonna click. I mean, but what do you think, Jamal? But your team had a head start. Like my team literally had to start over its season because my head coach didn't know which quarterback to play. So we didn't <laughs> even get to start the season to game three when we actually had the right guy playing. So like you got a head start, but now we catching up, we getting in a rhythm. And if my wide receivers could make some plays, then we might be cooking with gas. <laughs> so hopefully this week they will do that. Mainly worthy. Please catch the ball, sir. Here's here's my thing. You asked my opinion. Oh, you just scored 37. And before you tell me, oh, it was just Kansas State, it ain't like Texas defense is any better than Kansas State's. It really isn't. Like So it is what it is. So OU, even though I still think they are struggling in some ways, they struggled and then scored 37. So... Let's not pretend like the idea that their offense can't score points is a little overplayed, right? Week one, it was a tough game with Tulane. Shouldn't have been a tough game, but I'm pretty sure they scored 40. Like, it wasn't like it was a tough game because they couldn't score. They had one game where they couldn't score against West Virginia. They found a way to win it. And that's pretty much it. They scored. It's just Rattler's numbers haven't been great. They still put points on the board. It's just his numbers don't look like they should. And then I think they played, what, Western Carolina and gave him like 77 or something like that. So obviously that's Western Carolina. But really the one game where they didn't score points is that West Virginia game. And I'm not going to sit here and say, is there another game where they didn't score points? Nebraska, they scored like 20, like 23. Yeah, 23-16 against Nebraska. Okay, so they gave them 23. And then they got a like a seventy piece. They got a forty piece, and they got a thirty-seven. Yeah. Right? Yeah, like, I mean, am I yeah, tripping? Texas got yeah, and then Texas got blown out by Arkansas. I was say how much y'all score against Arkansas? Like I don't remember. That was the wrong 20, QB. 21? I literally just said the season started. <laughs> good QB came in. That doesn't count. Those games don't count. The game y'all just played against TCU. How much y'all score? I don't. I really yeah. don't know. Uh, was it was thirty-two twenty-seven. Thirty-two. No, let me. See. Yeah, 32-27. Okay, so, like, I get that they put up 70 against Texas Tech, but that's Texas Tech, right? Like, 
that ain't exactly like the defense that's going to show you you who just you gave are. you just gave OU credit for scoring 70 something on Western no, Carolina No my point was that you're saying <laughs> that they can't score points and I'm saying that they got games in which they score points that was my only point they, like they've they've been scoring points now like I said Western Carolina I mean it is what it is but I will say they probably gave them like 50 in the first half like it wasn't like they took a long time to get to that seventy-seven. They they had already done it. I don't even know if they passed it in the second half and they still were scoring touchdowns. But again, Western Carolina. So I see it more as a shootout. I don't think it's gonna get fifty-two forty-five, but I'm thinking in the thirties. I think we're gonna see somewhere like let's go thirty-eight thirty-one. And I ain't picking a winner. I'm just gonna ride the fence. I'm just gonna give you a score. And then whoever does what, whoever gets the 38 first wins. How about that? How about that? That's, that's what I'm thinking. I think there is going to be points scored. I think Rattler looked better against Kansas State. I think they're starting to figure, they still can't run the ball. But you don't have to run the ball against mm. Texas because you can throw the ball yeah. against Texas. So I mean, I mean, we 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 picked up the run game a little bit this last game. I mean, my man's, my man's had a, you know, almost a, almost a C note on the ground. Yeah, so we'll see. I'm, I just know. For DraftKings purposes, that's where I'm going to be locked in. There's two games. I can't remember the other one off the top of my head. But there's two games where I'm like, this is where I'm going. My All my players are going to be from these two games. But one of those games is the Red River Showdown. I'm so glad it's <laughs> Showdown now. I'm so <laughs> elated about bro, that. Bro, the, the way your lips were about to fix the R to say rivalry, bro. But you were like, no, don't. I don't have to say it this time. I don't have to do it. <laughs> I, I don't have to do it. No longer have to do it. All right, so... I want to ask a question, and I want to start asking this question recurring week in, week out. Um, You know, obviously, college football is kind of a feeder program into the NFL. That's how this works. It's called a draft. Um, And generally speaking, we always have these arguments about who's the what school produces the best players at a particular position. So I want to do that now and kind of run through from quarterback to safety. Or we'll go DBs. We probably won't go safety. That's a little specific. Um, who? What school is position you at that position? So let's start with quarterback. I think I know the answer. I think we're going to get a sweep here, but maybe there's going to be an upset. Who is QBU? I'll start, I guess. I mean, it's got to be OU at the moment, does it not? I mean, with the guys they've put out in the league recently and what they've uh, been able to do, I mean, it's got to be... Hold on real quick. Let me ask you this. And I just want to know the rules, even though I'm usually in the one that sets the rules. When it comes to transfers, <laughs> how does oh. that work? I'm, like, does Alabama get credit for Jalen Hurts? Because he I mean, spent most Texas of his career Tech, there? Texas Tech or would be does, getting credit for Kyler, or no, they'd be getting credit for Baker Mayfield and, uh, uh, Patrick and Mahomes, Holmes, right? That's what I'm saying. So, like, how does the transfer, how do we want to set those rules? Do we just... Get the picket. Wherever or... you play last, I'm a, I'm going by wherever you play last is what I'm getting. Okay, so Russell Wilson went to Wisconsin then. He ain't NC State. Yeah, I'm yeah I'm gonna give him Wisconsin because okay. I feel like I feel yeah. like he got drafted off of that Wisconsin stuff. Honestly, like I mean I knew he like I saw him play at NC State and I liked him. Like every time I watched him play, I was like, oh this dude kind of balls out. But he wasn't. If he'd have left after NC State and not played at Wisconsin, like he wasn't getting drafted. Even close to, I mean, he really didn't even get drafted that high, but he wouldn't even got drafted even close. So, I'm a, and probably the same with Jalen Hurts, even though Jalen Hurts, you know, wasn't also drafted very high. So, I'm going to go off the second place. So, as of right now, it's got to be Oklahoma with the guys they've put out recently. And, I mean, you're probably going to want to go to a QB friendly system that's going to, you know, let you put up good numbers and get you looked at at the league. And that's what Oklahoma was doing for guys for, you know, a quick little minute. And I think that's kind of why they became QBU, you know. Even before those guys, if you want to, you know, I guess you're kind of going off the 10 years. But before that, they had guys like Sam Bradford and White and Hypo. And those guys was around slinging it. So they've kind of always had, you know, low-key QBs. Um, Maybe not really, I guess, never really athletic kind of as of late had athletic QBs, yeah. but beforehand didn't really have athletic QBs. So uh, I'm going to go with Oklahoma. You know, they've been putting out, uh, honestly, decent QBs for a while now. So probably have to go with OU. I mean, you guys don't even have to ask me. You already know who I'm going to say. It's obviously OU. Um, 
I mean, Nick pretty much, you know, hit everything on the head. I mean, every I mean, a lot we put out a lot of a lot of really good QBs. I mean, a lot of QBs that were supposed to, you know, spark the league and we still like right now we do have QBs that are making a name for themselves in the league, you know, real fun to watch. He's already said the names, you know, Baker, Kyler. Um, but it was it, w- it really was once Bob Stoops left, when Lincoln Riley came in is when we started getting that that quarterback that can run and gun, you know what I'm saying? Like Bob Stoops was that, oh, I just need that typical, you know, six foot drop, blah, blah, blah. Like, and that was cool, but that shit didn't help us when, when it came to trying to win a national championship. I mean, I thought Jason White was the truth until my man's holding up the Heisman trophy. Then the next week he's playing in the national championship, getting his ass smacked, overthrowing. Like he don't know how to throw the damn ball no more. I'm like, bro, was the Heisman trophy too big? And, like, you strain the muscles, so now you just overthrow them, motherfuckers. Like, you were hitting these same targets wide open just the week before to get to this game. I'm over here talking about 2003 and shit, but anyway. Um, I just want to be clear real quick, just because you, you brought up old shit about the Falcons. Um, that wasn't the national championship game. That was the Big 12 championship game. Kansas State laid the wood on y'all ass. But continue. <laughs> anyway, OU is uh, quarterback you, in, in my opinion, as well. Yeah, that's a clean sweep. It's definitely OU. Um, the only thing that I'm going to add is we were talking about transfers, and it just kind of dawned on me that the, all the people that we named outside of Rattler, they all transferred because Tex- uh, Kyler Murray started his career at Texas A&M. So he's a transfer. Mm-hmm. Um, Baker Mayfield was at Texas Tech. He's a transfer. And then Jalen Hurst was at Alabama. So um, they, it must be QBU because they just out here transferring to Oklahoma so they can go ahead and yeah. get this this first pick. Oh, I guess uh, Jalen Hurst went in the second round, but I mean they're all starting quarterbacks, so. Yeah, uh, and I mean Jalen Jalen Hurts went to the Heisman ceremony as a Sooner. He didn't do that when he was at Alabama, so I mean, you know. I mean, is there even TBU. a is there even a number two? Like, is there another school that has two starting quarterbacks from? I mean, I guess you can say Alabama has Tua and Mac Jones, but that ain't really. The spirit uh, of the conversation like that yeah, <laughs> like bringing, that's not bringing the heat that's, that's not, not bringing the heat a great heat. argument so i don't know about that doesn't doesn't michigan got two right now i mean they got, got brady you got Tom Tom brady? brady and then there's one i guess you should count that <laughs> I mean, it's so yeah, long ago i gotta like still think playing about where he went i'm like where did he go oh yeah but i swear there was georgia has two with, with fields and stafford Oh, uh, California got two with Goff and Rodgers. That's probably uh, second place right now, like, just because of how good Rodgers is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, yeah, I mean, not too many puts out, you know. And like you said, kind of with the transfer rule, guys are just going to leave, you know. No point of staying and really sitting. There's enough places where you can get enough opportunity to, you know, get your shine and get drafted high. So guys just really ain't going to sit. So I think, you know, with the success that – Lincoln Riley was having for a minute, just transferring them guys in and fitting it quick into that system. That kind of gave Oklahoma a little boost in QBs because they kind of they grabbed them up real quick. They're like, boink, 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 we'll just bring them in. So they was kind of cheating, but you know that's where you know that's how we play in the game. The game is the game, as they say on the wire. I feel like <laughs> at some point Ohio State's going to be. I guess technically based on our rules, you can't say Georgia because. Fields graduated from Ohio State, or I guess left Ohio State last. I feel like Ohio State's going to creep up into this conversation now because they've had a lot of really good quarterbacks. They just there was a time in the NFL where they didn't like that style of quarterback. Um, but I, I think C.J. Stroud is going to be good. Um, I think Fields is still going to be good. I still think Dwayne Haskins has something in the tank. He probably will never get that opportunity, but that's neither here nor there. Um, I mean, you be looking like that. Everybody loves Sam Darnold. I don't see what's so different. But let's just move on. Um, I see what's so different. Never mind. <laughs> yeah, I see it too. I just I I don't want to have that conversation right now. Uh, but yeah, so back to the topic at hand. QBU. I think that's a clean sweep. I think that's Oklahoma. Um, next week we'll do running back. I think that'll be a much more difficult conversation. Um, well, maybe not. Actually, no. I'm thinking about it. It mm, might it might yeah. also be easy. As soon as you said that, like a school already went in my head. Yeah, there. I was just like, yeah, well, we're probably going to arrive at the same location. <laughs> um, and if we do arrive at said location, 
at, uh, trying to mind meld. I think we're on the same place. We're going to be there two weeks in a row because I already know who my wide receiver you is as well. But mm. that's for future podcasts. Let's move on. Let's go to the NFL. Uh, most of week four has already happened. Um, currently, the Sunday night game, the Brady, the Brady night game is happening right now. Honestly, my phone is dying, so I don't even know the score of that game right now. But let's talk seven to six. Oh, that's a um, that's a thriller. Oh my gosh, <laughs> we should probably pause the podcast so we can watch that seven to six game. <laughs> anyway, um, what are your thoughts of most of week four? Since we don't have the whole thing of week four, um, what are your biggest takeaways? Again, are we starting to see? You know what I just thought about? It's too late now, but we didn't do the fraud thing. We we'll do it next week. We'll find out next week, and we'll talk about who's a fraud and who's not a fraud in college football. So let's just go ahead and keep pushing. What were your thoughts about week four in the NFL? I'm starting to realize that the Eagles aren't good, and the Cowboys are actually pretty fucking good. <laughs> I could have told you this. And that, look, that's not the fucking point, Nick. All right? No Eagles fan is going to admit that the Dallas Cowboys are actually good this year. And well, that's the problem. That that yeah that, that's the fucking problem. All right, but I'm admitting that now. Um, I can admit that. I I mean I think I'm pretty sure I said it before the season started. I was like I don't want to, but the Cowboys like you know if they stay healthy. And uh, yeah, I mean, that's that's probably my biggest takeaway from from week four is that I'm gonna have another disappointing NFL season. So I need to look for a second team to root for. Still. Still going to root against the Cowboys, though. We, we can start a support group, Mike. <laughs> but being a Falcons fan, I'm pretty much the founder of said support group because I'm used to this shit. So we'll, we'll, we'll get some people together. We'll get some chairs, maybe some punch, and we'll just talk about it on yeah. Sunday nights about how terrible our football team is yep. and how that makes and, us feel. Yep. I'll have Shannon bring some cookies. You know, I, it's all good, man. <laughs> Snickerdoodles? I, I love Snickerdoodles. Snickerdoodles it is, big dog. I, I mean, you. we might have to do this for real. She brings Snickerdoodles. I was kidding, but I don't, I don't play about Snickerdoodle cookies. I'm just good. <laughs> All right, back to the topic. Uh, yeah, yeah, what, what, what were you thinking, Nick? Uh, well, I was watching the games and I actually wrote down some things. I'm going to ask you guys some questions that I just want you to rapid-fire answer. Don't think about it like long. Just answer. Mike go first each time. Jamal goes second. Uh, what week will Matt Nagy get fired? <laughs> Seven. <laughs> Nine. Nine, okay. Do you trust Baker Mayfield? No. No. I was waiting for him to say no so I could say no. <laughs> uh, I wrote this question down, and then it kind of happened, but you're not sure, so I'm still going to ask it. When does San Francisco switch QBs? Today. Today. <laughs> now. To- now, done? Okay. It, I wrote that, and then it happened like two minutes later, and I was like, oh, okay. Are the Cowboys for real? I mean, I know the answer, but. Yes. Uh, well, define for real. Are they going to win that division? Like, yeah, can, I, told, I told you that. Can they win a playoff game? A playoff game? Singular? Or not two. plural? Yes. Or two. Or two. Can they get to the uh, NFC Championship game or Super Bowl? How about that? If Dak stays healthy, yes. I will... Say a measured yes. I'm not 100% convinced, but I like what I'm seeing. So, yes. All right. Murray a lock for MVP. Yes or no? If he keeps what he's doing up, yes. No. We said the same shit last year, and he wasn't even close when the end of the year came. <laughs> it doesn't mean he can't win it. It just means he's not a lock. Are the Cardinals the best team in the NFC? No. No. I still don't even think they're the best team in the division. And they did beat the team that I think is the best team in the division. But one singular game ain't going to make me change my mind. I'm a little more hard-headed than that. Okay. So those were just some of the things I kind of were, you know, went through my head today watching games. So those were basically my thoughts were the questions I gave to you. Because, I mean, just watching the games, I'm like, you know, I watch the Bears. I'm still not impressed with the system they run and they have built around fields. And I'm just not impressed with Nagy as a coach but I think they're probably going to end up winning enough games where he's probably going to end up getting another year so I don't even know if he ends up getting fired like I think Fields is going to do enough and that defense is going to be good enough they're going to win enough games they're going to convince the ownership to be like hey well we finally have the QB we want let us get one more year 
So now I'm not even convinced this dude's going to get fired anymore. Why man. do you I think they're going to win enough games? I just think they are. Because they're in the NFC South. I mean, so it's the Lions. It's Minnesota. They're probably going to split with Minnesota. They're probably going to well, they're probably gonna beat the Lions twice. That defense is bad. Uh, they already beat the Lions. But, yeah, so I think they're just going to win enough to get – I think he's going to get through the year and end up getting some of next year. Before. For the record, you gave me three games. It's a 17-game schedule. <laughs> well, yeah. You said they're going to beat the Lions twice and they're going to split with the Vikings. That's <laughs> You gave me three yeah, games. More along the way, I don't know the rest of the schedule, but yeah. Is it is it's it anyway. Fields? Is it Fields only playing because Dalton's hurt? Like, allegedly. I mean, I know, yeah, like allegedly, but that's what I'm saying. Like, bro, if Dalton comes back and he puts Dalton in the starting lineup and Fields is winning games, then it's like, yeah, bro, like he need, he needs to go. Yeah, no. and then the Baker thing. I just watched the Browns, and I don't like that he can never connect with Odell Beckham. Like the thing, like could it. I feel like people, or at least Browns fans, want to make it seem like, well, Odell's not healthy, or Odell's not the same Odell that when he was one of the best receivers in the league. And I'm just not sold on that. Like, I saw that throw today that Baker missed him on. That would have won that game. Baker puts that on him. That's a touchdown. Baker threw that behind him and at his feet. Like, and I'm not sure if Baker is just Big Ben further down like he's a little bit che- little bit because my man checks it down all the time like, uncle ben n- <laughs> uncle ben sure he is not trying to throw it deep like he's trying to throw it to the running back he's trying to throw it to landry underneath he's trying to find the tight end on the curl like he just yeah. ain't doing it unless you're the whole point of them make it yeah. open the so whole point of I'm, them getting odell was so they have so he has a deep threat and he ain't even fucking trying to hit him so, to me, they're at the point where if they don't mesh soon, they might as well trade Odell because there's no point in having him. I mean, what you out there having him for? And I'm sure – I know his salary isn't cheap, so you might as well ship him to a team that can honestly use him, and they'll give you, I'm sure, either a pick or whatever, something decent. I mean, it ain't going to be great. It's probably going to be closer to the – it's not going to be as bad as the Oakland-Randy Moss trade, but, you know, it's going to be somewhere in between that and, I don't know, whatever you can get for – and Odell Beckham. So that was that. So hold on, real quick. I just want to say hold this. Up. You remember when you were watching uh, Auburn play and you said Bo Nix throws the most, <laughs> the prettiest incomplete pass, which is hilarious, by the way. I feel like if you watch like a Baker Mayfield highlight tape and you watch everything before they pan the camera to show you the result of the actual throw, he would look like a goddamn superstar because everything looks legit until you see what happened with the throw. Like, if they just didn't pan the camera and they just kept it all him, you'd be like, oh, this dude's a stud until you realize that he bounced it three yards in front of the receiver. Because, <laughs> like, in the pocket, like, it shit looks dope because, like, he comes back and, you know what I'm saying, he, he's got his little rhythm, he does a little spin and whatnot, and he does all this, like, maneuvering. And I'm like, oh, my man, my man got it. Like, he look, he know what he's doing. But then... When you scroll over to see what actually the result was, you realize he missed my man by three yards or the dude was wide open and, and he put it at his feet. And there's always something like that. I'm like, man, if you could just pause it right here and then just go to the next clip. Like, if I was working his huddle highlight tape, it would just be like, I would just have a title. It would just be like footwork. And I would just I would just show his footwork in the pocket. I'd be like, oh, nice. And then I would just cut to the next scene. <laughs> I'd be like, footwork. <laughs> That'd be it. Because every time I watch him play, like, it's all kinds of shit. Like, he... It's really elusive in the pocket. Like, he'll step up, he'll step left, and all the stuff that you want to see just to throw an incomplete pass. And I'm just like, bro, that was a lot of work just to be second and 10. Like, I just, I just, I don't trust him. Like, that's really all I'm saying to it. They got the best running game in the league. You have Jarvis Landry, who's one of the best safety valves in the league. You got two really good tight ends. You got Odell Beckham, and you put up 14 points against the team that everybody's put up 30 against. Like, everybody's been giving yeah. Minnesota the business. Y'all put up 14. And, like, even at 14, like, it was a touchdown and two field goals because they went for two on their first touchdown. Like, y'all ain't even get two touchdowns. Y'all got one of them things. And, yeah. And then the kick to make it a, four, uh, a seven-point game was, like, a 53-yard kick. It wasn't even like y'all was in the red zone or nothing like that. He had to boom that shit from 53. And then the touchdown they did score, I'm piling on now, they had to, I swear... They had to get two penalties at the goal line to prolong their drive. Like, it was like a 10-play goal line drive. They were at the four for, like, 10 full plays just to punch it in from the one. And it had nothing to do with Baker because they gave it to Hunt for that. So, like, it can't be that. Like, they have way too much weapons, way too many positive things going for Baker to not get that thing coming. So, bro, it has to be Baker. Like, I mean, you you trade out Baker with a fucking shit 
fucking Tom Brady, bro. I'm pretty sure the Browns look fucking elite. Well, yeah, yeah. I mean, Tom Brady. But that's is what I'm saying. Like, I mean, yeah, I just, in <laughs> sports history. I just, so. I just, I just said that because you know, I just see my. You're probably man, watching the game right now. Tra- that makes sense. I am. I am. I am. Yeah, but you trade Baker. You trade Baker out with you pay. You pay Baker out with yeah with Dak or Goff. Jared Goff will fucking have the Browns looking. That's your you're you're being a little. Nah, Jared Goff would get it to Odell. I I'm gonna say this. Like. Y'all can call me a homer if you want to. Would this team look any different with Tyrod Taylor? Like at all? Would it look any different? No, I mean yeah. no. They wouldn't look different. They'd be the same. They're the same team. They they thought they were getting an upgrade, and they found out they weren't getting an upgrade. Like they they thought they were getting a better vehicle, and they didn't. They got I the think they would look better with Tyrod because I think Tyrod would connect, and Tyrod would move better with his feet. That's why you my fucking boy right there. I don't know if I believe it, but I love hearing you say it. That's all. <laughs> that's where I'm at right now. <laughs> uh, and yeah, and then the, obviously the San Francisco opposition—I ob- mean, opposition—was easy. Like, you, if you saw that game, like Jimmy G just ain't in. Like, they weren't—they couldn't move the ball. Like, they got an early score that was like easy, but other than that, it was just—it was—it's time for them to move on. Personally, I, I didn't need to see this game to know that Jimmy G ain't it. I knew that a long time ago. So well, <laughs> this was yeah. just a, another <laughs> one. But it was it was DJ Cal's another one? I'm like that's how I felt <laughs> yeah. about this. And then uh, the my Cowboys, man, I'm, I'm I wasn't convinced at the beginning. I'm not gonna lie, this is where I'm gonna be for real. I thought they were gonna be a good team. Like honestly, I thought we were gonna win the division. I wasn't worried about that because I thought with Dak healthy, we were the best team offensively. Always worry about the defense because they just always gonna give up yards and points. But uh, Dan Quinn got them boys playing hard, at least playing better. Running to the football last year, they couldn't get to the football, couldn't tackle. They looked lost. Like I don't know what scheme Nolan was running, but last year on defense, they just looked like like every time before the play, they were doing like algebra. Like they had to do like an algebra equation, and then they had to do the play on defense. And it was just like, yo, you don't need to do all that. Like see ball, hit ball, cover two, cover three, man. Like zones coverage. Like you know, you can make it easy and still play good defense. It doesn't have to be. You don't have to be complicated to play good defense. Like, that's kind of a myth. Like, everything doesn't have to be super Bill Belichick-y or in or whatever. Like, you can play simple, damn near high school coverage-style football and still be good if you have the players. It's really the players. And the Cowboys do have players. They just need to put them in better positions. And I think they're doing that this year, and you see a better defense. They're getting takeaways. They're uh they're not giving up as many yards and uh as they were before. They still do give up big plays from time to time. That just happens when you don't have really. I mean, I'm not gonna consider Diggs a lockdown corner yet. I was talking a lot of stuff on you know the Twitter today, <laughs> but that's just jokes. I was having fun. He had a good game. I was supporting. You bro, know, my man was going my in. He said, "Bro, he said our Diggs is the better Diggs." I was like, "Bro, they two different positions." It's <laughs> <was> like, damn. <laughs> <laughs> so you know i was supporting so yeah so i would you know i don't know if i'm convinced yet how good of a team they are but i like what i'm seeing out of the cowboys so as you're talking i started thinking and now that you guys got the right quarterback i feel like texas football and dallas cowboy football is the same goddamn team just a different league like when you really look <laughs> at it it's a coach that i don't really trust like like if i'm being honest with you they can score points with anybody the defense has shown some promise, but we're not convinced. Like, it's the same damn team. Like, really, when you think about it, like, they're the same program. It's just one's college football, one's the NFL. So it's, like, at least you are you have a consistent feeling with both your teams. You're in the same exact spot on both of these teams. It's kind of funny. Yeah, I mean, you, you hit the nail on the head. Like, I feel the same way every week. I'm like, eh, I'm kind of convinced. I don't know, though. This is skeptical. Don't really like the coaching. Coaching, you know, it's kind of iffy time to time. So, uh, that, and then the last one with the cards, the cards has looked good so far. Who knows how good this team really is. Last year, I felt like they kind of started the same way and then, uh, fell off towards the end. But, um, you know, maybe, you know, maybe Cliff and them boys learned from their mistakes last year. And, you know, I, I was thinking about it today when I, cause they were panning on the bench and I saw a bunch of dudes. I kind of forgot we're on the team. They kind of got a good little mix of, like, young dudes and middle and older dudes because, like, you know, Murray's the younger guy. Uh, Hopkins kind of middle, but then they got an A.J. Green, a J.J. Watt, uh, and then they got some other uh, young dude out of Clemson. I can't remember his name. They drafted a few years. uh, Isaiah Simmons. 
There you go, Isaiah Simmons. So they got a good little mix of like young middle vets, and then you know the young coach. They got Vance Joseph, who used to be a coach, who's on the defensive staff. So I kind of look, I kind of like what they really putting together there in Arizona. So I'm, I'm hoping that they're gonna take this step up and uh, give some more competition in the NFC. And you know, it's looking like we're gonna have a nice little NFL year, man. You know, a lot of teams, we might have a nice little middle pack to where we don't know really. We might not have a standout year. Like, I think a lot of people thought, you know, Tampa Bay was going to be really good. I think we're finding out, you know, watching this game and watching other games, Tampa Bay is going to be an okay team. They're going to be a good team. Um, Kansas City is going to be Kansas City. Uh, we got the Cards, the Rams. You know, you're looking at the Cowboys. Um, the Packers are coming on now. So, you know, the Ravens. So, I think we're going to have a lot of teams out there. And, you know, I don't think anybody's really going to stick out uh, out of the pack. So I think, you know, I think we have a real good NFL season this year. I agree with that. There's two things I need to add. One for me and then one just to give you shit, Nick. So first thing (laughs) is A.J. Green is still that dude. Everybody gave up on him. I was still riding with you, A.J. I just need everybody to know that. He's still nice. I don't know why y'all sleep on my mans. Second one. My man Zeke is back, and you gotta give him his flowers, Nick, because you've been talking mad shit about Zeke, and he looked like the Zeke that I that you know you know damn well. I, I swear Pollard semi taking his job made him go, oh no, nah, fuck all that. Like I'm still Zeke. Yeah. Like <laughs> I swear he took it to another level as soon as he realized that they were I gonna s- get Pollard all them carries. I swear a couple weeks ago Nick was like, man, get Pollard the ball, man, get Pollard the ball. I'm like, what over Zeke? <laughs> <laughs> hey, it was looking like a right decision, though. Zeke was not looking explosive. Like, I don't know. Like, I think Jamal has something to it. Like, I think Zeke was kind of coasting, and then he heard that Pollard talk. Because it wasn't just people on Twitter. It was people on TV talking that Pollard talk, too. So, it wasn't just people like me. So, I think he saw that and was like, oh, I better get my shit together. Because Pollard's cheaper, too. And you know how that goes. So, I think Zeke was like, oh, I better get my shit together real fast. So, you know, he got a fire lit under him. So, but, I'll give him his props for that. But I need that going all year. Zeke Zeke, and Harden are, like, the same type of athlete to me, bro. Like, they just need a couple games to, you know, just get back into the rhythm. You know, fucking get their sweat in a little bit. And then they'll start moving, bro. They, they're the big body athlete that's like, let me just get my feet wet and then I'll be straight. They also both look fat but aren't fat. Exactly. Like, yeah, I, I like swear both they, of them, I'll be like, are they chubby? And then you're yeah, like, okay, right, no, but he's but not just, chubby. Yeah, he, he's yeah. He's a little chubby. <laughs> Harden got the better beard, though. I mean, Zeke's trying, but he he ain't quite at Harden level. Bro, like, you know, like, Zeke don't look like he stretched before the game. He's just like, this is all natural, baby. It's all natural. He looked like he just ate before the game is what he looked like. <laughs> I know this. I know Zeke ain't going to look like Zeke when he done playing football. I know he's going to put on that one. No. Yeah, he's going to look like Jerome yeah, Bettis he when he look. done playing football. <laughs> <laughs> no, Jerome wasted no time either, bro. I mean, Jerome was already big. He was like, I'm, yeah. he was only two cheeseburgers away from being what he is now anyway. So, I mean, I think that's why Zeke eats yeah. for first down. It's like he gets to have a burger every first down he get. And he, <laughs> he's just telling his wife or whoever at home, like, hey, that's another one. Go ahead, give me another yeah. one. But it, I mean, but you can't even blame these athletes, dog. Like, as much as they took care of their body throughout all the years, once you get done, you're like, fuck that. I'm done. Like, like I look at Keyshawn Johnson. I'm like, bro, my man's neck is gone. Like, he used to be in such good shape. Now my man's neck gone like a motherfucker. <laughs> gone like a motherfucker. <laughs> but Keyshawn always was on the thicker. Like, it's, it's always going to be closer for them dudes that are always on, like, the thicker side when they play anyway. Yeah, so, like, like it was hard for them to keep it off. So, so, like, when they don't play, like, it's going to happen real quick. Like, yeah. like Harden probably – well, Harden likes to play basketball. So, like, I don't see him ever stopping playing basketball. So, he might not get there. But football players more or less because that's, like, a workout thing. So, yeah. it's easier for them to fall off than basketball players. Because basketball players like to play until they just can't do it. Like, their knees give out, basically. It's one way or the other with football players, though. Because sometimes football players only have the weight because they had to for, for their job. Like like Joe Thomas, for instance, like, he was big as hell, yeah, and then he just lost all. He was like, you know what? I don't. I'm like 100 pounds heavier, and I want to be, but I had to get this money, so they lose all that weight. Or you go Damian Woodian style, you just get sloppy. So I feel like it's kind of one way or the other. Like I don't mean to talk about Damian, but you seen it. My man sloppy. Like his body composition ain't what it's supposed to be. Like, that's all I'm saying. He got the money. He got the checks. He's eating good, and we can see. But uh, it ain't that ain't what you're man, supposed to look like. My man hit him with a West Coast drive by. Oh, yeah, <laughs> oh like fuck. I see him and I just think, man, so, 
Like I just want a sloppy Joe every time I see him. I'm like, damn, I ain't had a sloppy Joe in a minute. Like that. It was like, <laughs> <Yeah>. what, <laughs> that's just what I what I think when I see my man. Like I, I like my man. There's uh, no disrespect. I'm just I'm just keeping it honest. I mean, I wish my yeah. his I mean, his bank account matches what he looked like. You know what I mean? You know what I mean? Yeah. That's just that's just I what mean, it is. I mean, but you're not wrong. So <laughs> you know how everybody like says like pockets on whatever. If he was rapping, he'd be like, pockets on me. <laughs> he'd be like, yeah, what? <laughs> it's like me, because they're fat. I'm fat. Like, right? this, this is what the... <laughs> All right, let me stop talking about David Woody, because he might... Oh, yeah. Somebody, somebody might play this for him, and I don't want that smoke. I'm sorry, Damien. It was just... It's just for it's just for entertainment. It's all good. Nah, Damien, we want that smoke. Whenever you want to get on the podcast, big dog, we want that smoke. If the smoke is the form of you getting on the podcast, then yeah, let's do that. But the smoke is as far as you trying to find me. I don't want that kind of stuff, but yeah, yeah. I'll, unless you gonna if you gonna bless us like Kwame Brown blessed uh, all the smoke podcasts and just gonna come in here talking that shit, then yeah, do that. But yeah, if you're trying that. to pull up at my house, man, I got kids, bro. Like I got, man, I don't need all that. Um, let's go ahead and switch sub- subjects. It's time for baseball talk. I hope you uh, got you a cup of water. Hope you cleared your throat, Nick, because I ain't got much to say. I don't think Mike has Me much to neither. say. So this is oh <laughs> yeah. So. Um, <laughs> I will tee it up for you. You know, the baseball playoffs have been finalized. We have a couple play-in games. I believe it's Yankees-Red Sox. And I don't know the other one. This is why Nick talks and I don't. No, Uh, you're good. I'm sorry. Uh, I can take over from here. Sorry. Uh, Yes, you were correct, though. Yankees-Red Sox is the first AL wildcard game we will have going. The second one uh, is the Dodgers and the Cardinals. And the Dodgers and Cardinals won. That one just warms my heart because... Seeing the Dodgers have to play a wild card game and have to scratch and claw to get into the playoffs. Oh, oh, as an Astros fan, I just love to see it. And what I love even more is they, they have to make a choice now. Like, who do you pitch in this game? You have a one game scenario to get into the playoffs. Do you go with Max Scherzer, the guy you got from the Nationals, who's proven himself in big games, World Series? Uh, NLCS and stuff like that. Do you go with uh, Walker Bueller, the guy who's been in your organization, been a Dodger, who's also very good? Uh, both guys. Scherzer. Have... That's what I say. Go. You go Scherzer. You go Scherzer. That's where you yeah. go. Yeah. I, I mean, be. maybe I I might would go Walker Bueller. I I like Walker Bueller. I I think he's a really good pitcher. I think he kind of gets overlooked being on that pitching staff, especially with uh, Scherzer. Uh, Kershaw still being on the staff, not a big, uh, not as good as he used to be, but still a name. I think uh, Bueller gets looked uh, over a lot, but he's a really good pitcher who can be very dominant. Uh, but I do think Scherzer gets the nod, and this is one of those things where you got to be on, you know, your p's and q's, man. This is a one game scenario. You got to win, or you don't get in. And it would be very disappointing to win a hundred, you know, games or so. I think maybe a hundred one. I can't remember off the top of my head how many they won. And not really get into the playoffs, and that would suck. But, you know, that's what it is when you don't win the division. So, and they're playing a hot Cardinals team right now. Like, I think they've won their last, like, 17 to 20 or something. Like, they were on, like, an insane winning streak there for a minute. So, they ain't playing no team that squeaked into the playoffs. They're playing a team that's hitting really good. And they're going to throw Wayne right out there, I'm pretty sure. So, it's going to be a good pitching matchup. I'm a... I'm going to go with the Dodgers. I don't like the Dodgers, but they are still a good team. I can't hate on, you know, good greatness. I think they do pull through. I think they pitch good enough, hit a, hit enough in that game. And I'll even go out with a score. I'm going to go 7-3. I see that game being 7-3. Uh, how, how great would it be for you if the Cardinals won and they won by striking out Bellinger for the last out. Wouldn't that be like the perfect scenario for you? Oh, oh yes. Yes. Basically I will laugh. I'll have a laugh for a while, at least a week. Like I'll just think of Bellinger and I'll just giggle like laugh and people will be like, what are you laughing at? And I'm just gonna be like, nothing, just, you know, nothing. But yeah, I, I would love to see that. Uh, the other game, Yankees, Red Sox, man, how, how great does baseball love this? This is a play-in game. This is probably going to be one of the most highest-rated uh, wildcard games ever. I'm already going to predict it will be. I mean, it's Yankees-Red Sox. It's a play-in game. I think it's on a rando Tuesday night. So they're going to have nothing on TV but them. So that's going to be an exciting game. 
I'm sure the Yankees are going to draw Cole, who's been up and down pitching lately. I'm not quite sure who the Red Sox are going to go with. I'm guessing Sale if he's good to go. I think I think this game is going to be a mashing game. I think this game is going to be high scoring. I don't think either pitcher is going to do very good. I think their control is going to be all over the place. I'm going to go with the Yankees, man. I just I like the Yankees lineup a little bit better than I like the Red Sox lineup. And if the Yankees aren't swinging and missing at pitches, like just you know, bad curveballs, basically, then they can hit the ball. And I don't, like I said, I don't see either pitcher being very good. So I think the Yankees are going to be patient and, you know, hit the leather off the ball. And I I see the Yankees getting past the Sox, some crazy probably score of like nine to five or something, nine, six. I just see this being a crazy high score game, a a good, exciting baseball game for a, a Tuesday night if you're at at the house. All right. There you, hit, there you have it. Um, do you want to take us through the rest of the playoffs in your predictions? Or do you want yeah, to save yeah, that can, uh, for... Nope, sounds like no, we're doing we, that now. So go yeah, ahead. We can go through that. Yeah. Uh, I think I was kind of talking beforehand uh, off camera with you. One of the other matchups, the Brewers and the uh, Braves. Uh, that's going to be the Toronto Raptors NBA TV uh, equivalent right there. You're probably not going to see much of that on your... Uh, TV unless you're hunting that uh, that game down. They're probably going to throw that one on like the first game of the day every time they play. So that's probably going to be on like one or noon our time in Alaska because they're just going to be like, get this game out of the way. Nobody wants to see it. Uh, but, I mean, it's going to be a good matchup. They're two good teams. I'm going to favor Milwaukee. I like Milwaukee's pitching better. I like their hitting a little bit better. Uh, I would probably think about the Braves more if they had Acuna and uh, – but they don't, and their pitching has been up and down throughout the the year. So I'm going to go with the better overall pitching staff, which is the Brewers. So I'm going to say the Brewers get that uh, 4-2 in that series. And then, you know, you'll have San Francisco waiting for the winner, uh, probably the Dodgers. But I'll break that down uh, next week when we officially know that matchup. So I'll move over to AL. Uh, that's where you have the Astros versus the White Sox. I'm not even going to be biased. I just, this is an honest opinion. I just think the Astros are a better team than the White Sox. I think the White Sox are still young and still a, up, a team on the uprise. This is their first time being in the playoffs. And you basically have the polar, you have the complete opposite on the other side. You have a team where their guy with the least amount of at-bats in the playoffs probably has more combined at-bats than all the guys on the White Sox combined. So that's, the two type of teams you're talking about here. You have a team with a whole bunch of playoff experience and you have a team with zero playoff experience. So I'm going to go with the team with a whole bunch of playoff experience. And that happens to be the better overall team anyway with the Astros. I mean, you're talking about the Astros. That's the team that's leading overall baseball on team ERA, team hitting and team fielding percentage. It's probably what you want to be good at. If you want to be good in the playoffs, want to be good at hitting, pitching and fielding. Probably all three phases of the game you you know need, so I'm gonna go with that team and uh I just I'm gonna go with another four two maybe four three if the White Sox can hit, but I just see the bright the lights being too bright for the White Sox. You you have you playoff baseball is just different. It's not the regular season. Every matchup is keyed in. Every person who comes up to bat, they're going to go to a specific relief pitcher that is designed to get you out. So you have to be more laser focused and keyed in on what you're doing. And I'm just not sure that the White Sox can do that at this time. So I'm going to go with the Astros over the White Sox. I'm going to stick with four to two. And then with Tampa Bay Rays being the top spot, they will be waiting on the winner of the Yankees Red Sox, which I predicting the Yankees so we'll see I'll predict that one later down the line though all right there you have it I, I do appreciate the rundown um I'm going to be a better podcaster and start paying attention so I can have an opinion um this is about the time where I start getting interested in baseball um playoffs when people can get sent home like that's 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 my time um so yeah I appreciate the breakdown um, I'm going to be holding you to all these as if I had a better answer. Um, so that's just what it's going to be. 
So let's just go ahead and bring it home at this point in time because I don't have shit to add with this baseball stuff. So next week I will, <laughs> I will make sure that I have something to add, you know, just look like I'm a well-rounded sports fan. Um, Hold on. Gotta, sorry, gotta, my bad. Before we move on, I'm going to give a shout out to my boy Yuli Gurriel on the Astros. He won a his bat. He won a batting title this year in the AL at age 37, the second oldest person to win a batting title. The oldest, I'm sure Jamal could probably guess, is Barry Bonds, who won his first batting title at 38. So, just shout out to Yuli Gurriel on the Astros, having a great season, a great kind of end of, uh, to his career. Came over to baseball kind of late because he defected from Cuba, so he's kind of getting a late start along with his brother. Uh, uh, Yordis, who plays for uh, the Blue Jays, who didn't quite make it. You know, they were on the outside looking in. So, you know, just shout out to having a good season batting. Uh, I think he batted 319 this year. And uh, actually, he wasn't even going to play today. Dusty sat him down so he could win the title. But then uh, they were tied in the bottom of the ninth. And so he came in the hit and actually still got a hit on the last at bat. So he bumped it up at the end. So, you know, shout out <laughs> for that one. He didn't have to. But, he, you know, he said, let me go on and get this extra on it. I appreciate the shout out. It makes us feel like we got people listening to us. It's kind of what it makes me feel like, you know, because yep. you shouting them out like he going to hear this. So, hey, Yuri, let's go ahead and come on the show. We already giving you shout outs. We're going to be very hospitable. We can talk about your whole thing. Actually, do you know if my man speaks English? Because I know baseball is not a given that just because he's playing in here that he speaks English. So, Figure that out, and once we figure that out, if he does speak English, get him on the show. Um, I don't know how we, I don't know what numbers we do in uh, Spanish locations, but I won't be able to contribute because I don't. I tried, man. I did like five years of Spanish class in school, and I still can't speak it. I, I just need to like immerse myself in it. I guess that's what I was told. But at this point, yeah, at this point I'm rambling. So let's go ahead and bring it home. So I was racking my brain trying to come up with another topic. One that would be kind of fun. I went somewhere pretty recently, and somebody asked me if I hooped. And I was like, what What makes you ask that? And they were like, because you dress like a hooper. And I was like, I don't just dress like one, you know what I'm saying? But <laughs> <laughs> it got me thinking, like, what sport, like, what sports athletes have, like, the most, like, I guess, obvious look, and what what what's what look stands out the most to you so um for me as a basketball player i feel like it's basketball just because i i mean they're, they're one of they're one of us so i can see you but maybe that's just me being biased uh i'll go to you first mike do you think there's a sport that has like like that look that you can just kind of see like if you play a sport it's gonna be this one like you said, I would have to say basketball, but like you said, like, I mean, I feel like I just look at somebody like, yeah, he hoops. I can tell by his outfit. But I mean, just for the sake of the, the question, I would have to say, man, like I, growing up here, like I, I seen a bunch of soccer players and I'm like, man, yeah, he plays soccer just because they always got the indoor soccer shoes on and they always got on, you know, the Adidas track pants, but they got the, with, with the jacket, but it ain't the matching jacket. And I'm like, he a soccer player for sure. So I'm gonna have to go with that. I'm gonna That's a really soccer. good answer, bro. That's a really <laughs> I, I like that because I mean I I can see you right now like you described it and I was like I I know exactly what you're talking about. <laughs> I, I really like that answer. It reminds me of Ted Lasso when uh um I don't want to do a spoiler but there's an episode where they weren't supposed to they needed to wear dress shoes and they were all mad because yeah. they're like I can't I can't rock my trainers and like yeah, that's, yeah. How, that's how soccer players are <laughs> they always gotta rock the trainers so. Yeah, that's a really good answer, man. What what do you got, Nick? Uh, I think for me, living down in Texas, especially West Texas, I could always tell who played on the baseball team. Like they always was rocking their baseball hat, their shade. Like they always like they always had some kind of type of gear somewhere nearby that let the let you know they played baseball. So I could always <laughs> tell the dudes who played baseball down in Texas. I was like, oh yeah, he played baseball. Do stay rocking their baseball hat like they don't never take that baseball hat off. I know that thing smell hella bad. Like, <laughs> like every day though, like dog, you ain't you ain't got no other hats you want to rock. Like no, like your ba- favorite baseball team, like uh, some like just anything else. Like you ain't got to rock the baseball hat every day. Like I know you want to break it in or something, but 
I don't know. But yeah, baseball players, I could always see a mile away. Yeah, hey, shout out to all like, my, uh, my fault. Shout out to all my nice. baseball players here in Alaska. But we know we know who you are. Nick's talking about all y'all that wear your forty nine star hat. That's who he's talking about. <laughs> I know you know what I'm talking about the little, the red one and the blue one with the uh, hey, but yeah. hey, but the forty nine all stars like the, those are the like the best play, baseball players here in Alaska. But y'all do not take that hat off. Yeah, you gotta let him know. I earned his hat. You got yeah, it's a badge of honor. <laughs> but. I know for me, like, I don't know if it's still a thing because I ain't with the times no more. But when I was, like, in high school, all the baseball players, they'd have their hat. And then all, all the white boy baseball players, their hair would curl around it. They had, like, the wings or whatnot. Like, that was <laughs> that was the thing. Or, like, to, that's how I could tell they was a baseball player because they had that, that the same hairstyle they all did. So I remember I would always be like, man, if I was white, I'd have my hair like that. <laughs> I've had wings like that. <laughs> but I can't really do that. My hair don't, My hair don't wing like that. So... Uh, yeah, I think those are good answers. Like from, I, I was thinking it was Hooper all the way, but Mike, when you said the soccer one, I was like, you sure as hell right? Because it, it is all the same look. And then <laughs> the baseball look, they definitely have a thing. I'll say, I'll say, hockey has a language. Like it's the craziest thing to me. It don't matter where you're from. If you play hockey, you, you sound like you're from Canada. You don't have to be from Canada. You could be from Venezuela, but if you play hockey, you just gonna end up sounding like you from Canada. That's just what it is. I met some dude. He was on the ice dogs and like you said he had that hockey language and i'm like where you from i'm expecting him to say like minnesota or nova scotia or something like that my man was like alabama i'm like what <laughs> like how the hell are you from alabama <laughs> like you ain't got no something draw nothing like <laughs> it's just that's just the hockey language bro it's just as soon as you get like as soon as you get a certain kind of good your voice just changed and all of a sudden you sound yeah. like that like, like i don't know i think it's just like a <laughs> It's like a bar mitzvah for hockey players. Their voice just gotta kind of go straight to yeah, hockey. Yeah, that's, just, that's what it is. But it's a it's a universal language, bro. Hockey. Yeah, absolutely. Well, that's the time we have. I think it was another great show. I appreciate you guys listening. Uh, follow us on Instagram. I promise I'm gonna get that account jumping again because uh, it is currently not. Um, so I will get that <laughs> fixed for you guys. Um, get some content. Get some fun. And then next week we'll be at it again with our um, running back you somebody's gonna have some bragging rights between uh, the Red River showdown oh, it's my favorite fucking thing I ain't gotta say that no more uh, we're also gonna be talk, breaking down that Iowa game with Penn State so a lot of big things coming next week so join us again next week as we break it down until then you guys have a great week thanks for listening to the Media Timeout Podcast Mahomes looking to flip takes it in Be sure to follow us on Twitter at MTO Sports and visit our website, MediaTimeOutSports.com, for more content.